Hi, Mountain. How are you? I'm doing well. You're Mountain. You're Joni. <laughs> <laughs> do we have to do that if we address each other by name? I don't know. Are people still going to be confused by who we are? They might be. So uh, what is this? This is some episode of the Catholic Traveler podcast. Episode 14. 14th. Yeah. 14th episode of the Catholic Traveler podcast, where we travel with you, even though you're stuck in your home. We need like a tagline or something, right? I, if you want a tagline, I no. guess we can. Well, not that tagline. No. <laughs> we'll make up a better one. <laughs> so anyway. uh, I thought that maybe today, for fun, we could talk about something very controversial. Ooh, okay. So not politics, not religion. Religion? Oh. Something really controversial. Food. Food. Yeah. Is food controversial? Oh my goodness, seriously? <laughs> I guess I, I run around with people who just eat the food I eat. I don't know. No, if you tell somebody like, oh, the best carbonara is from this <gasps> restaurant, then like... Yes. Yeah. Okay, you're right. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. yeah. I was thinking of all the Italian rules about food and whether or not they actually exist or whether or not they're just on travel blogs and that controversy too, you know? Yeah, we can address that as well. Well, this is great because I haven't eaten lunch yet, so I'm starving. So let's talk about food. Well, it's, what time is it where I am? It is like 7.30 p.m. Have you have you eaten dinner? No. What kind of person would eat dinner know. before 7.30? Well, I don't know. An American? <laughs> exactly. <laughs> No, but when we're done, I'm going to get pizza. <gasps> Where are you getting pizza from? I'm getting pizza from Pizza Island. My favorite pizza so, place. Let's talk about Pizza Island. Let's you start there, sure. Sure. Do you know so what I heard? Isla della pizza. Yeah, do you know what I heard yesterday? What did I you didn't, hear yesterday, I didn't Mountain? Know this. I get all kinds of <laughs> real Italian rules from my kid. So she was... Okay on the phone with some of her friends because that's what teenagers do. And we started talking about what was going to be for dinner last night. And we were talking about pasta and her friends were like, what you have pasta for dinner should never have pasta for dinner. That's a lunch food. Like, what? Th these are Italian kids like growing wow. up in Rome. I had no idea, but, but pasta is too heavy to have for dinner. I think I was just going to say, Pasta's too heavy to have for lunch. That was exactly the opposite <laughs> of what I was thinking. I don't want to eat. I mean, I do eat pasta. I had mac and cheese for lunch yesterday. But uh, that seems very heavy to eat for lunch. But well, I if you're having a, your dinner. Well, yeah. Well, they do that. But if you're having <laughs> dinner true. so late, maybe you don't want such a heavy yeah. meal. But isn't there a pasta course sometimes? Yeah, but you can do like a big prawns or a big lunch where you would have yeah. three, four, five, six courses. I, like that one time, remember we were at that one restaurant that we won't name because, yeah. And that no, guy wait, sat next well, to why us. Won't we name well, I mean, I, <laughs> I don't know what you're talking about. <laughs> well, we were at Palaise oh. and why that guy sat next to us. Oh, because, oh, yeah. And oh, he guy. ate like seven courses. Yeah. He just, they just kept bringing him food. And I was like, is this guy going to go home and take a nap? I guess he probably is. Maybe he did. Anyway. Yeah, he was. So Pizza Island. He was a guy, all right. <laughs> he was. He was. Yeah. They brought out tablecloth for him and mm -hmm. 
the nice. I think we've talked about dishes. him on the podcast before. Have we really? I think so. And we're still alive. <laughs> <laughs> he was the man. Yeah, like you go to. Uh, I mean, we're not. We were going to start with pizza, Island, but if you go to Palese, it's a very nice place. Nice dishes. Nice tablecloth. I love Palese. But when this guy comes in, and he comes in every day, they bring out his own fancy tablecloth. The owner is serving him. He's somebody. Yeah. He's definitely somebody. He's somebody, all right. He ate a lot of many courses. Yes. So. So, yeah, pizza. So, Pizza Island, that's uh, one of my favorite places. And you like it, too. I do. I like the ambiance. It's very lively. People are, well, people used to be crowded in there. And whenever we go with you, there's lots of courses and lots of things to choose from. And it's just, it's a fun, it's a fun atmosphere. But when you go, you don't usually get pizza. No. Well, now, these days, we get pizza. We get it to go. Oh, right. You're getting it to go, like tonight. Yeah. So whenever but, we get pizza to go, we get it from there because it's close enough to home and it's it's good. But no, I think they have... But in normal days, let's talk about Pizza Island in normal days. Yeah. If I was going to go for a sit-down meal for you know, dinner or lunch, I would get either their pastas or uh, they have really good steak. The best steak I've ever had in Rome. It's a, it's They've got this... Not something people think to get in Rome, but if you have a craving for some red meat when you're in Rome, go to Pizza Island. Yeah. A silly name, Pizza Island. Right. We should probably call it <laughs> it's an Italian name so that when people go to Rome, they don't start asking people, where's Pizza Island? Yeah. Lisa Lodella Pizza. So the island and of pizza. if anybody... If anybody has the Swiss Guard cookbook that was put out a few years ago, there's a few recipes from um, Isla Della Pizza in that cookbook because it's a favorite amongst the guard. Yeah, if you go there, you're always going to see some German speakers. And it's, you know, young men, Swiss Guard. And then you also Maybe see some tennis players. Serena Williams. <laughs> it's her favorite restaurant in Rome. So they have her picture on the wall. They have one of her tennis rackets. And she's here a lot. She's here for the Rome or the Italian Open, but also she just visits. So, But she always puts it on Instagram or Twitter when she's there. So, yeah, it's one of her favorite places. Um, but, yeah, Swiss Guard go there. Vatican people go there. I've seen um, – well, no, I haven't seen this guy, but Archbishop Ganswein. His picture is on the wall because he goes there. But I've seen other, like, high-level – Vatican people. Um, and it's just always packed with locals. So it's like you said, it's a very lively place, a very fun place. The owner's amazing. Um, yeah, I love it. But you talk about like a lot of courses. So when we go as a group, we always get the mixed appetizers. Mm. And that's something you can yes. do at a lot of restaurants in Rome. So rather than just getting like a bruschetta or something, you can, and that's like, you know, usually a toasted bread with tomato or something on top. But you can get like a sampling of their appetizers and it'll bring out many plates. So they usually bring out, it's like 15 different appetizers for us. Artichokes. Artichokes. Yeah. Um, souply sometimes. Souply, that's a fried are, rice like ball. A fried rice. With cheese so stuffed good. in it. Yeah, that's really Oh, souply. Yeah. And we should out, have an episode just on souply. Just kidding. I'm just kidding. When you come, we can do like a a video <laughs> podcast. Yes. A vlog. Yes. 
because not not to change the subject from Pizza Island, we will go back to appetizers. But Supli is also you can you can pick it up at little pizzerias to go, and so it's a nice little snack too. Uh, it's just a little fried rice ball, sometimes with cheese, tomato sauce. It's really nice. Yeah, they have all different kinds. Anyway. There's like carbonara versions, spaghetti versions, cacio e pepe versions. There's a whole Supli restaurant in Trastevere. Yeah, and a lot of times that's what Christina has for lunch. She'll just get a Supli. Mm, so I nice. need more than that. But yeah, so pizza, they bring out okay, all back the to mixed a- appetizers. appetizers. They have the uh, a lot of vegetables. Like a lot of people come to Rome and they don't get any vegetables. You get a lot of vegetables yeah. with the appetizers. Spinach, yeah. chicory, mm. like you said, the artichoke, the tomato, the bruschetta. Which kind of artichoke do they serve at Pizza Island? Uh, they have both. They have the, oh, okay. the Roman version, which is, what is that? It's not fried. The Jewish version is fried. It's fried, yeah. The Roman version. I like is the Roman version, but baked I maybe. You, yeah, maybe. Like they stuff it with yeah. stuff and they bake it. That's my favorite too. I don't like the the Jewish style. It's too crispy and. Ooh, sharp. I like that too, but I don't like it at all. Like my kids cuts up your mouth. Yeah, my kids get that one, and I always try it, hoping I'll like it, but I never do. Could we go back to that toasted <laughs> bread with tomatoes? Yeah, yeah. What what did you call that? Bruschetta. Oh, so it's a hard sound, bruschetta. Yeah, not yeah. Bruschetta. It's a huge pet peeve of mine <laughs> when I go to an Italian restaurant over here and I order bruschetta and they say, "Oh, you'd like the bruschetta?" Like, no, that I don't want the bruschetta. <laughs> I want the bruschetta. I don't know why people can't wrap their minds around that. Like why they can't say the hard sound. No one says zucchini. Is it spelled the same? Yes. C C C H I. Well, C H. Yeah. E. But anyway, I don't, so know, that's a huge pet peeve of mine is bruschetta. Please, all of our listeners, do me a favor and say bruschetta. Thank you. Speaking of mispronunciations, I have kind of an embarrassing story about myself. <laughs> so, okay. After my first two trips to Italy. So I came with a priest friend the first time. The second time, a few months later, I came by myself, spent, I think it was three weeks here. And so when I got home, I was an expert on all things Italy. <laughs> and yes. we went, uh, some friends and I, some one of my best friends and his girlfriend, we went to Olive Garden. <laughs> Gotta have Italian, right? Yeah, yeah. And um, so we're there. And I'm telling him all about Italy, and the the server comes over and she asks what we want to drink, and I ordered a Bellini. She had no idea what a Bellini was. I was like, "I would like a Bellini, please." <laughs> and she said, "What's that?" And I was like, "Oh, you don't know what a Bellini is." <laughs> a lot of people that go to Italy the, I- for the first time, they. They do the same thing. They're like, oh, now I'm an expert in Italian I'm culture. I'm going to tell you what, yes. And so I told her that it was it was Prosecco. And then I said, peach, nectar. No, I said nectar. That's what I said, nectar. <laughs> I said, <laughs> so you're not an expert in American words. No, I said it's... it's <laughs> Just in Italian culture. It's Prosecco and peach nectar. <laughs> <laughs> and... Yeah, I was I was brought back down to earth very quickly when That's, the server and my friends were laughing at me for saying nectar. Yeah. yeah. Anyway, I, just, I can think of worse worse Italian 
mess ups when it comes to Italian words for food, but it might not be safe for the podcast, so we can move on. I thought it was going to be a little bit more embarrassing than that, but I thought it was nectar, pretty embarrassing. That's, nectar, that's, like who says nectar? <laughs> it's nectar. Yeah. <laughs> but I was. But you're an expert. I in was Italian trying culture. to explain what a Bellini was. Peach nectar. <laughs> oh. Anyway. So. Food. Food. So Pizza Island. Um, where? Let's see, let's keep with this pizza theme. Mm-hmm. Can you think of your favorite place to get pizza in Rome? Or do you have one? No, I don't have one. Like, really? Uh, no. Hmm. No. That's I, not fun. I, I think Pizza Island does great pizza. There's another place called Amalfi. They do more the uh, Neapolitan style, like the kind you'd get in Naples, which is a little thicker crust. Roman style is thin crust. Um, Palese, we already mentioned Palese. That's another favorite pizza place of mine. Um, yeah, they're all they're all good. Okay, that wasn't yeah. a good setup. No. Okay. Do you have a favorite? I mean, I I do like Palese. I just figured you probably you may have had a favorite place. I mean, I, I do like Palese takeaway pizza. I really like Pizza Florida, which is on Largo Argentina, the area around Largo Argentina. Pizza and we Florida. We would stop there a lot. Yeah, yeah, Florida. Um, <laughs> we would get pizza there a lot on our way to class, and I love the takeaway, like the takeaway pizza. Yeah, it's a good. So. Basically, if you haven't been to Rome, you when you get takeaway pizza, you kind of point to what you want. I mean, you could say it too in Italian. Well, but yeah, they have it on display. Point if you're like an American, big pizzas made in a cab, all like in a, dis- a on case. display. Yeah. And so you kind of point to what you want, and then they'll cut it. So they'll make a piece bigger or smaller depending on what you are in the mood for. And you could get lots of different kinds and try different kinds, and then they'll weigh it, and it's actually priced by weight. So it's a it's a really nice way. And then they fold it up for you and you take it away and eat it on the go. Yeah. And I really wish we had that over here because some days you just want a little piece of pizza to take to go. Yeah. And I'm very glad that we have it here now because you can take your mask off while you're eating this pizza and walking around. <laughs> and walk around. Yeah. Oh, the crust is so like buttery mm-hmm. and and it's 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 crunchy but soft at the same time. Oh, it's so good. That there's a place off Borgo Pio that's really good too. I think it's. I don't think it's as good as Pizza Florida, but I've never had the good. one you're talking about. But the one off Borgo Pio, that's my favorite pizza to go so spots. Good. And they so have really good, good souply too. Yeah, uh, yeah. I take yes. people there all the time if we're in the neighborhood. It's a good cheap place to get a lunch quick. You know. Yeah. So. If you don't want to sit down and have eight courses, like apparently you're supposed to do. No. And also, you'll find that a lot of people coming to Rome, they think that every place, every restaurant has pizza. But that's not the case. So, like, only pizza places have pizza. Like, there are restaurants that also have pizza, but there are restaurants that don't have pizza. And if you ask for a pizza, they might get a little offended. So, speaking of faux pas, that's one of them. Mm. I've seen that many times. People sit down. I want pizza because I'm in Italy. Yeah. Well, we don't have pizza here. And they get mad. It's like going to every American restaurant expecting to have a hamburger. Yeah. That's true. You know? It's like people say like, oh, I don't like Italian food. And it's, <laughs> that's well, weird. There's, <laughs> there's all kinds of Italian food. I got another really good pizza, and I'm trying to remember. It was off Piazza Navona. What was that place called? I don't know. Off Piazza Navona? I don't know. It was really good. 
Yeah. It was by uh, Santa Maria della Pace. It was in that little area. There's a lot of little restaurants really over there. Yeah. Yeah. Once I find a place that I like, I don't branch out as much focaccia. as I should. Focaccia. La Focaccia. Oh. Really, oh. really good pizza. Yeah. A priest friend of mine, when he lived in Rome, he's back in the States now, but he wouldn't go to any of the places that the seminarians would go to because there's a lot of restaurants that are handed down like from generation to generation. And so you go to these restaurants and it's full of Americans, but he wouldn't go to any of those. He wanted to go to places that he discovered himself, but that was one of them. La Focaccia. Mm, nice. And he told he me about it. He probably told the people that I found out about it from, you know, like it's probably its own heritage yeah, now. Right. Yeah. Maybe. So. Yeah. So pasta. Pasta. What do you want to talk about? I have two favorite pastas in Rome. What's that? Like pastas that I crave when I'm in the United States. Mm. Cecilia Matella. Oh, I I forgot about that. Oh, I crave that pasta so often. Could you tell us about the pasta we get at Cecilia Matella? Yeah, so Cecilia Matella, it's down the Appian Way. It's right across from... Uh, the Catacombs of St. Sebastian. So it's outside the walls of Rome. It's not in the city center. It's far out. Um, But it's a very nice, special place. They have this beautiful garden. So it's very popular with um, wedding receptions. Also, bishops visiting Rome. They like to go out there because there's not as many tourists, and so they won't be bothered by people. Um, But they are known for a pasta called Scrigno. So that's S-C-R-I-G-N-O, Scrigno. And what they do is they take this green pasta, so maybe it's like spinach-based or something, and they put it in a a little terracotta clay pot or dish, not a pot, um, serving dish, bowl, basically. And they add cheese. It looks like an ashtray, let's be honest. Well, it looks like an ashtray because <laughs> the restaurant is named Cecilia Metella, which was a Roman noblewoman and her tomb. Um, the top of it looks like, you know, what you would see on the top of a castle. So like the little cutouts. My architecture brain Ramparts. is working. Is that what that's know. called? No. I, I just made that up. You know, like the top of a castle has a little cutouts. Yeah. Um, yeah. And so they make the bowl look like the top of her tomb. Um, yeah, it looks like an ashtray. Um, <laughs> so it serves a double purpose when you're done eating, then you can smoke. And <laughs> yeah. Hopefully people do not do that. Um, Ew. But yeah, so it's the green pasta, it's the cheese, it's the prosciutto, and Ugh. then they bake it. And so it the whole thing comes out. Like the dish is hot, so they have to serve it with like these tong things. It is so, so good. So good. And if you Google Screenio, you can actually find the recipe. Um, I know it won't be as good. I'm sorry, everyone. It just you won't. say it's not as good, but I have some people mm. that have recreated it and they say it's as good. Okay. I haven't tried they need their to invite version. me over. Okay. Ugh. Okay. My the, people the that have made Screenio invite so Jody over. Thin. Yes, I will come to your house. The, the The pasta is so thin. Like, it's almost angel hair, uh-huh. but not quite as thin. And then, you know, like that really great crispy cheese that's on the top of baked macaroni and cheese? Like, that's what happens to the cheese, but it's not dry because there's still... I mean, there has to be, like, heavy cream in this. Yeah. And so there's this, like, wonderful cheese sauce, and 
I'm looking at a picture of it right now, mm-hmm. and it's torture. It's just they're so it's so good. It's it, I think it's one of the best dishes in Rome. It really is. And then on top they put like polenta maybe with a little tomato sauce, and then you mix it all up. It's so good. I'm gonna put a picture. So good. On in the show notes. In the show notes, yeah, so people can look at it and be amazed. <laughs> it's so good. Didn't you take a group to Cecilia Mattella during Lent one time? On a Friday, oh and they were like, that, and they're like, it's meatless. A, yeah, you told them it was story. meatless. <laughs> yeah, so I, I did a pilgrimage. It was with Lena Ruli and Father Churn, and it was during Lent. We would do a pilgrimage during Lent, and we went to Cecilia Mattella on Friday because the pasta doesn't have meat in it. <laughs> and so we're like, yeah, we're going to take you to this great restaurant. It's one of our favorites, and they're going to serve this dish. And so they brought it out and people started eating it. And everybody's like, oh, wow, this is so great. And then one lady was like, is this ham? And we're like, no, no, it's vegetarian. It's it's no ham. That's why we brought you here. And then somebody else said, I think this is ham. And we're like, no, it's not ham. And then I think it was Father Churn looked at it and he was like, oh, I think this is ham. And we're like, uh-oh. And then somebody else said, yeah, this is him. It's fine. And they're like, no, no, it's not him. (laughs) And then the waiter comes by and he's like, oh, yeah, see, prosciutto. And we're like, oh, no. Oh, it's prosciutto. Yeah. Is it it pancetta or prosciutto? It's prosciutto. It's very thinly sliced. That's why we never knew that it had ham (laughs) in it because it's so thin. But whoops. It's so good. Yeah. So now I've, I've learned my lesson. Well, it's definitely worth the trip outside the walls of Rome to get screen new. Yeah. For most people, it would be like a taxi ride. I mean, if you're just here by yourself or you could take the bus out there, um, but it's worth it. It's an expensive cab ride, but it's worth it. And if you go for lunch, you you can visit the San Sebastian catacombs, which is where St. Sebastian is buried right across the street. So it's like a twofer. That's what I was just about to say. Oh, sorry. (laughs) No, that's perfect. It is. I like, I definitely like to go there for lunch more than dinner. Not just because apparently, as my kid just told me yesterday, you're not supposed to eat pasta for dinner, but because it's such a beautiful setting on the Appian Way and sitting in the outside garden. It's just a really nice place for lunch. And one of those big lunches, too. Yeah. Where you take your time. So good. So what's your other favorite pasta you dream of? My other favorite pasta that I dream of that I haven't actually had in quite a long time because it's at a restaurant that we don't go to as a group when I I did pilgrimages with you is the pineapple pasta at Larchetto near the Pontifical Biblical Institute and the Casa. So there's a restaurant, Larchetto. It looks like the arch. I mean, I think that's what it means. But it's on that street and it's near where a lot of our American uh, priests live. It's near the Gregorian University. And they have tons and tons and tons of different sauces, different types of pastas. And one of them is pasta, spaghetti tropici, tropical pasta. And it has pineapple in it. It has kind of like a creamy Alfredo sauce, sort of. And then sometimes there's a white melon. Sometimes there's cantaloupe. It mm. sounds so strange. But if you, if anybody likes Hawaiian pasta, which... Or a Hawaiian pizza. Um, this is like Hawaiian pasta, which I mean, if we're talking about controversial food, yeah. I think Hawaiian pizza is a pretty. I found a place there that does put pineapple on pizza. It's like really in a it's in a residential neighborhood, so it's not for tourists. Wow. It's for Romans. Yeah. Well, there you go. I love Hawaiian pizza, but that's a very strongly I do contested too. thing. Like I, you don't, would love this pasta. I don't eat American pizza because I 
I can't eat yeast, but like Papa John's, like with pineapple on it. Man, I can. Mm. We're going to lose some subscribers over this. (laughs) (laughs) But sitting here in Rome, I can close my eyes and think about eating Papa John's pizza. And Mm. it's. That's sad. Yeah, and, and I have I haven't had it in, in the garlic butter. Oh. I haven't had Papa John's pizza in like <laughs> probably nine years because I can't eat it. But I'm not saying it's better than Roman pizza or Italian pizza. It's it's, it's a completely different. different dish. Yeah. 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 Anyway, I have not well, been to that restaurant. You should go. And I don't you know why. I don't know why we haven't gone when you've been here during free time. No, part of it is it's a bit of a you know like when you're on pilgrimage. It's at right the by end the, the Trevi Fountain. It is, but usually we're with the group. Yeah, and so, you know, you, at the end of the day, if you have dinner on your own, you don't really want to go across back across town, I guess. Next time. But it is, it's a great, I mean, everything I've had there, I've also had pumpkin pasta, which was really nice. Mm-hmm. And everything I've ever had has been good. So, but I mostly, let's just be honest, I get the spaghetti tropici every time I go pretty much. Okay. If you can ever get back to Rome, Joni, we will. I'm going. We will go there. We could take yes. a group there. So, well, it's right by a Abruzzi. So and that's the other. It's weird yeah. to go to two restaurants that are like side by side. Yeah, I guess. And supposedly the Casa guys um, boycott it because for a while Arquetto was like stealing their internet or something. I don't know. I thought it was so yeah, the Casa some ele- priests, electrical thing or electrical. Thing. Yeah, it was something. Yeah. <laughs> so supposedly the Casa priests boycott it, but psh, I don't care. It's good pasta. Yeah, they boycott a lot of stuff. They yeah. they get mad at their loss and don't go. Same with the Nat guys. So, so those are my two favorite pastas. When we were going to talk about food, I wrote on this sticky note, talk about Cecilia Matella and my pineapple. Which pasta. was like five minutes before we started recording and you still wanted to write That's this. That's right. <laughs> <laughs> I don't want to forget anything. And so we mentioned Abruzzi. That's another favorite of Casa guys, Knack guys, the North American College Seminarians and pilgrimages, like my group. If anybody there. knows you, they know Abruzzi. Yeah. I mean, you talk about Abruzzi a lot, which is good. They are famous for their carbonara and their after-dinner drink, the green sambuca. But the carbonara there is better than any other place, I think, in the world. If you get carbonara in America, you know, it's... What does it have? Like Sometimes it has like chicken in it or peas uh, and peas. mushrooms. Peas and mushrooms. Yeah. Weird stuff. There's no egg in it. There's in no egg? I don't really? think so. I've never had carbonara in America with peas and mushrooms that has egg. I've never had it in America, so I don't know. Like I even I wouldn't I had need it before it, I knew better. I wouldn't need it here for a long time. Like before I moved over. Like when I first started coming, because it's described as pasta with raw egg. And I was like, oh, I don't want to eat that. But the pasta cooks the egg. It heats heats it up. So I've never gotten like salmonella poisoning from carbonara in Rome. But I used to avoid it. Yeah, because it cooks. It's it's like breakfast on a pasta because it has the pancetta. Yeah, it's like ham and it's eggs. Like ham and eggs mm-hmm. <laughs> with pasta. <laughs> but yeah, Abruzzi does it better than anyone. A lot of restaurants here, you'll get it with spaghetti, pasta. But Abruzzi does it with rigatoni. And it's just amazing. They have it down to a science. I can go in there with a group of 20-something people. And every dish is perfection. So, 
Yes, go ahead. Jamie. Have you ever had so speaking of eggs, I had stracciatella soup the other day for the first time and it reminded me of carbonara in that they it's like an egg like you cook the eggs in the soup. It's supposedly an Italian soup, but I've never had it in Italy. I've never heard of and, it. And oh, okay. Well, it you cook the eggs within the soup, like you use raw eggs, I guess. I don't mm. know. It reminded me a lot of carbonara. So if people have ever had that soup, but well, there's a dead end for our conversation. <laughs> anyway. <laughs> what is it called? Stracciatella? Yeah. That's like just chocolate like the ice chip cream. ice cream. <laughs> but it's because of the way, like, in the chocolate chip ice cream, the way the chocolate is, like, in strands, mm-hmm. you know? It's not just, like, chips like our chip. It's that same, like, hmm. it's from, like, Italian for rag. And so it's, like, these strands of egg. Interesting. I don't know. When I, when I ate it, I thought of... Well, at first I thought on the lunch menu we were getting gelato. So I got a little upset when it really? was soup. And then I thought, Wait, well, you, you it's ordered a it thinking it was dessert, and then you had like another. Course? Well, no, it was it was at work, and so at work we have <laughs> oh, a lunch okay. plan, and so it was just written on the chalkboard. It's like, oh, I um, want, ice but cream. I think it's. <laughs> and then I get egg soup. That's a disappointment. <laughs> but no, it was written on the board, and I think it even said stracciatella soup. Hmm. But when I got it, it reminded me a lot of carbonara. Hmm. So, I don't know. I rarely anyway. get soup. My my oldest, she gets soup a lot. She likes the soups. So is minestrone a Italian, actual Italian soup, or is that something that we've made up in America and pretended it's Italian? We can get that here. Okay. Yeah. You know, you never know what we claim to be Italian. Right. One thing that... Although people over here probably say minestrone. Really? I don't know. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> One thing I found out here that I didn't realize is that um, a lot of times I'll put Parmesan on soup. So you'll order a bowl Ooh, of soup yes. and I bring out Parmesan. So I do that with my minestrone. Yeah, before I moved here, I didn't. It's really nice. That. But again, I don't get soup a lot. So hmm. I discovered that at Dal Roberto, which is another favorite oh, pasta. Oh, let's talk about that. Oh, that might be my. Oh, that's going to be hard. Is that my favorite <laughs> pasta? No, uh-huh. that might be third. I think that's third. So Da Roberto is on Borgo Pio. Uh-huh. It's hard to find sometimes because it doesn't say Da Roberto over the door. You have to kind of know yeah, where to go. It says Ristorante di Passaggetto. Yeah. So it's like yeah. the restaurant. It says Da Roberto around the on around the corner. We talked about around that the a few weeks ago. I think we were talking about the oh. Borgo area. Oh, okay. right, right. We're focused on food now. And actually, I think on that podcast we mentioned that sometime we talk about food. Well, here you go, everyone. Here you go. Yeah, so so that what place, is the dish at Da Roberto's that's so amazing? Norcina. Oh, so yeah. good. So Norcina, it's from a region in Italy called Norcia. Um, and it's a, it's, a, it's a cream sauce on, usually served on rigatoni. Um, but then they put sausage in it, which is from the Norcia region. And then... Every restaurant has like their own version. So Roberto, it's like just traditional. It's the cream sauce with the the sausage. Um, but some places will put like a little lemon in it. So it has like a lim- little lemon zest. Ooh. Um, the place that we love to go to in Assisi, they add tomato oh. sauce. Just a hint of tomato. So not like... They don't turn it into a tomato sauce, but it's more like a, a reddish cream sauce. Um, but yeah, that's a really, really good pasta. And so simple. Cream and yeah. meat. 
sausage. And not something we normally would make over here. I mean, I've never seen like a sausage cream pasta that it's not really... You know, a lot of times over here, if you have a meat sauce, it's with a tomato sauce, yes. you know. And a lot of times in America, they're overdone. Like we were talking about mm-hmm. with carbonara, like peas, mushrooms, like whatever else you want to throw yeah. in it. Yeah, let the ingredients speak for themselves. And that's one thing I really appreciate about Italian food is that they tend to eat in season. Mm-hmm. So if it's artichoke season, that's when you're going to get all the artichokes. If it's tomato season, that's when you're going to get a lot of the bruschettas with the fresh tomatoes. And they also let everything speak for itself. So like the tomato sauce doesn't have a ton of seasoning. You actually taste the tomato. And I, I really love that. Like the Amatriciana, which mm-hmm. is kind of, that's kind of what Rome is known for, right? Yeah, Patria even though Pepe it's from the Amatricia region, but yeah, that's one of the... Oh, that's right. Like which in, is sort of like, 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 like Norcina is from Norcia. Right. The Amatriciana is from Amatrich. So yeah, those are both small towns, so it would make sense. Known that, for earthquakes. Yeah, unfortunately. Yeah, yeah. Didn't we eat but, what? So, I, I remember eating... Amatriciana after the earthquake as like a like yeah a lot of homage. restaurants in Rome would give um like one euro per Amatriciana dish to the Amatricia region um so it was like a fundraiser all across Good. all across Italy I think but and that's just a tomato sauce with is it pancetta guanciale guanciale and pig some yeah. sort of pig uh-huh. oh yeah. <laughs> I think the, uh, I'm sorry, you're right. I think the, um, no, Chile Matella screen. I think that is prosciutto. You said it was prosciutto. Yeah. Oh. But then you said pancetta and I was thinking. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 No, you said prosciutto. Scratch. I said pancetta and you corrected me. Okay, sorry. (laughs) Um, It's all pig. It's just pig. It's all pig. Um, And then Cacio Pepe, speaking of like simplicity that we often don't do here in America. Cheese and black pepper. That's so good. That's yeah. another famous Roman. I mean, it's kind of known in Rome. Um, cheese and pepper, that's it. Why do yeah. you need anything else? It's like the Italian macaroni and cheese. Yeah. Mm. It's really so good. good. Yeah. Palese, I think they have one of the best cacio pepes in Rome. Really? I don't know if I've ever had it at Palese. Really? We usually get it with the group. Really? Yeah. We had lasagna one time that was really nice. Yeah, they do have a good lasagna too. Anything else? I feel uh, like we're missing a lot. Well, I mean, you could do a lot. There's like entire podcasts dedicated to food. That's true. Cram. There's also episode. There's also a new Bobby Flay. Bobby Flay went to Rome and went around Rome and went to all these restaurants. I don't know who that is. This is not a plug for. You don't know who Bobby Flay is? No. Should I? Oh. Well, I guess you've been away (laughs) for a while. I don't know. He's an American chef and. um, he came to Rome and went to a bunch of restaurants and I'm looking forward to watching the show because I want to see Rome. Like recently? It just debuted. The show just debuted like a week ago, but I think he must have come before COVID. I don't know. I don't know. Maybe during maybe the break. Maybe he got permission like everyone else. Yeah. Maybe between the uh, lockdowns. When everybody else was filming their movies. Yeah. So, but I just want to see Rome. Mm. Anyway. I, I try Can to I show. Another, I try to show Rome every day on social media. Uh, yes, yes. Some you days do I'm a very good job, others. and we're grateful. <laughs> we're grateful for. What that. were you going to say? 
There's one more Italian custom regarding food that I really, really love and I miss when I come to the United States. And that is the aperitivi happy mm. hour hour. Yes. I think Italians know how to do happy hour better than anybody else. Yeah. Well, you know, from where I've traveled, which yeah. is pretty limited. But so what I love about the Italian, that if you go and get like an aperitif, like go get an Aperol spritz at some of the bars or restaurants, they'll give you free food. I mean, like happy hour over here is like, oh, we'll give you a dollar off wings. Oh, thanks. <laughs> but over there, they're like, here, let us feed you all the leftover pizza from lunch and a soupli and all this random food. And then you get so much to eat, you don't even have to go to dinner. It's true. Yeah. And it's like five euro. Yeah. I love Italian happy hour. Yeah, I do too. Yeah. So Aperol spreads, if you don't know, that's, if you walk around Italy, you'll see those on every table from about 4 p.m. till 6 p.m. It's a kind of a bright orange drink. It's Prosecco. The mix is Aperol. You can buy that at any liquor store in America. And then like a splash of soda water or something. And a piece Aperol of is a potable bitter to be... Active. You're the alcohol <laughs> expert. <laughs> it's a potable bitter. If people are used... To, people are probably more familiar with something like Campari. Same idea. A potable bitter... Um, that then you would mix with Prosecco to make a spritz. Yeah. And it's good. Oh, it's so nice. Yeah. Very refreshing. Not as sweet as it looks. So you might have to kind of get used to the taste. It's rhubarb based, which is kind of weird. (laughs) Yeah. Remember the drink we had with um, artichoke? Yeah. Chinar? Sinar. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Sinar spritz. Yeah. Um, Yeah. So all of them are made from lots of different like herbs and they're supposed to be good for your digestion and they're supposed to be bitter and stimulate your appetite. Mm-hmm. So you have like kind of this bitter mixed with a Prosecco so that you can sip it and then it's supposed to stimulate your appetite for dinner. Yeah. But yeah, so the happy hour Aperol spritz, you get all the pizza, like you said. And if you get it in like a local area, five euro, six euro maybe. Sorry. I mean, you can pay more if you go to... Piazza Navona or something, somewhere touristy. I mean, the Aperol Spritz is pretty much always going to be good, but you might pay a little more. And sometimes it's worth it. You know, sometimes it's worth it to go to a nice, like I remember being in Siena and we went and sat, um, you know, on that main, on the main piazza and just, yeah. yeah, And it was a little more expensive, but you got the view and you got, you know, your Aperol Spritz or your Hugo Mm -hmm. or your, you know, Campari Spritz. And then you, sometimes you just get like, chips but sometimes you get yeah. a little more even really like the nice. local places like, sometimes it'll just be peanuts or something yeah but yeah. then sometimes it's so it just enough to hold you over until breakfast chicken nuggets <laughs> remember that one time <laughs> one chicken nugget yeah yes. there's this place we got uh kind of near the vatican that we went and really good drinks we saw johnny depp there and they brought out <laughs> they brought out uh all this food, they just kept All bringing this food. food. Like, here's your chips. And like, oh, yeah, we're going to get chips. And then a few minutes later, like, here's a soupli. Oh, soupli too. A few minutes later, here's a bruschetta. Oh, one bruschetta. Here's a chicken nugget with barbecue <laughs> sauce. <laughs> like two little chicken nuggets yeah. and barbecue sauce. And they, just and they brought it out like bringing, it was like, like this ongoing dinner or something. Yeah. yeah. We had so much food. And I remember I had to go to dinner. I mean, I was I got to go to dinner with my parents that night. And I show up at dinner and I'm like so full. <laughs> like, where were you? I was like, I was 
drinking an Aperol spritz and eating chicken nuggets. Yeah. Food. After. So nice. Yeah. Some places will do that. They'll just, the longer you're there, the more food they'll bring you. If you drink fast and leave, you're missing out. Go take yeah. your time, which kind of goes to the next thing that I love about dining in Italy is that they don't rush you. So if you yes. go to a restaurant for dinner, most of them open around seven, seven thirty. You could get there at seven thirty, sit at your table. You could order one course, maybe two courses, drink a little bit, and they won't rush you. They won't come over and say like, "Can I get you anything else?" They won't say, "Here's your check." Whenever you're ready, you can have that one table until they close. Because they don't try you to. You usually tables. have to ask for the check if you want to leave, and Americans can get really yeah. antsy because they don't know to ask for the check, and they're like, "Where'd my waiter go?" Mm-hmm. And it's that the waiter's giving you the time to actually enjoy your meal. The waiter's not paid based on tables; he's paid a salary, right. and so he doesn't, you know, he doesn't mind if you actually enjoy your meal. And I think, I think that's a really beautiful way. That's how we are supposed to eat, right? And eating, I mean, there's a reason that in the Gospels, Christ always brings heaven back to the kingdom, to the feast, to the, the feast with the king, because we're supposed to enjoy. It's supposed to be this amazing experience where we enjoy the created gifts of God. We enjoy the fruits of man's labor, and we're enjoying it with family and friends. And you're supposed to be eating in this leisurely manner, not rushed along to you know eat in a half an hour and move on with your day. I was wondering how you're going to bring theology into the food episode. <laughs> yep. There you go. Um, yeah, and sometimes you have to ask for the check multiple times. Yeah. Because if they don't think you've, if you haven't spent enough time there, they're like, oh, they don't really want the check yet. It's like you haven't had dessert, you haven't had your after dinner drink. Stay, yeah. enjoy. I love it. Have yeah. some Averna sip. Yeah. Stay. That's one of my culture socks going back to the states. Is that you sit down, they bring out your food and the check like whenever you're ready it's like i haven't even like started eating yet what are you talking about when i'm ready yeah it's true it's just a different i think they really enjoy the experience and the community and the yeah yeah so they're they're not being rude they're they're being helpful they're telling you to slow down enjoy your time yes any other faux pas that we should mention before we wrap it up I don't think so. As long as everybody says bruschetta for me, I'll be happy. <laughs> no. <laughs> you don't want bruschetta? No, no. But yeah, I I love the food in Italy. I think it was funny when you, you said, you know, people say I don't like Italian food. It, first of all, I can't comprehend not liking pizza and pasta. But don't think that that's all there is either. Um, there's so many different things to try. And it's making me really miss Rome. Yeah. I did have someone on a tour who said that, or this was like a, a group pilgrimage for a, a parish um, with teens. And there was one teen who refused to eat Italian food. The whole trip, all he would eat was McDonald's. He missed out. Yeah, because it's not just it's not just pizza and pasta. There's all kinds of meat dishes. There's vegetables. There's potatoes. There's soups. There's all kinds of stuff you can get. Yeah, that's yeah sad. He was very excited to find the McDonald's and Assisi. He got like multiple <laughs> oh, bags. Yeah, season. he got multiple bags of food. <laughs> oh my! I don't goodness. think I've ever seen anyone so happy. I was I was happy for him because he was so happy. 
Yeah. Well, you've made me nice and hungry. Hopefully we've made everybody hungry. I'm trying to think if we're missing anything, but... We can do more food at another time. I mean, yeah, we haven't even touched drinks. We haven't touched gelato. We haven't touched desserts, but those are other episodes. Yeah, we just mentioned a well, few we did favorite restaurants, drinks, a few favorite dishes, and yeah, I think we covered all that stuff. Yeah. I'm scrolling pictures to make sure that, you know, we didn't miss anything. Make the screen yo your screensaver for a few days. <laughs> <laughs> oh. Oh, now I'm seeing pictures of Holy Land food. That's a whole nother episode. Oh, yeah. We should do an episode on Holy Land food. Yes. That's good stuff. Yeah. Okay. So. Well. Okay. Rate. Well, this was fun. Comment. We got a lot of comments the last few days. Ratings. And we're grateful. We're grateful for that. We're moving Subscribe. up. Episode yeah. 14. Thousands of Exciting. listeners. And don't be afraid to give us suggestions about what you want to hear about. So reach out to Mountain or to me on social media, and we love to hear your suggestions for future episodes. Yeah, and let us know what you think of our intro. <laughs> <laughs> we love opinions on our intro. Yeah. Oh. All right, well, okay. it was good talking to you, Joni. This was fun. And it's good listeners. To to yeah. Thanks, everyone, for listening. We will talk to you next week. Ciao. Ciao, ciao. Ciao.